0: Hi everyone, welcome to another, (laughs) I'm keeping this one, another exciting episode of Brown Eyed Unicorn. I'm your host, Hannah Brown, and today's guest is a strength and nutrition coach, a spin instructor at Cycle House, and a true inspiration, we have Jen Lower. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, I'm excited. I feel like I should tell people, I'm laughing because I had to record that again because I pronounced her last (laughs) name wrong. It's spelled like the word, but everybody does it. Uh, You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm so happy you could be here, Jen Lower. Um, I just also want to like kick off by saying like you're such a strong person, and I'm very lucky to know you and have you on the show. I just watched your story video on Facebook. Oh, you did. And I loved it.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Um, will you real quick tell my listeners like a little bit about like who you are and what you do? Sure. So, um,
1: like you said, I'm a strength uh, and nutrition coach and uh, I work at a private facility in Core City. So I train clients with two other coaches um, and we have like 55 clients so we each see you know anywhere from like 35 to 50 people a week which is awesome yeah Yeah. because everybody trains it's mandatory to train three days a week Mm -hmm. um so I'm doing that and then I teach anywhere from like eight to 12 classes at cycle house a week so it's I mean it's so much fun but like I've only been I've only been in the fitness industry for about two years full-time really yeah. Wow. So I was in, I came to LA originally to go back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to FITM mm-hmm. and then I started working in the fashion industry. And we had Lauren Conrad. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a mm. little bit. Yeah. <laughs> she went to FITM too. <laughs> she didn't go to FITM. Yeah. It's funny because all of our teachers would always talk about her and like what an inconvenience it was to That's like have so her funny. in class. So um, yeah, because that was like, I mean, I think I was there like, a year after she graduated. Mm -hmm. So um, I did that, and I graduated from there, and then I was working in the fashion industry for, you know, eight years. Shit. Yeah. So um, I did that, and then I had, like, a spurt where I was kind of, like, in this weird place with my career, weird place with my job, and my mom was wanting to open a business in my hometown in Montana. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, I need a break to, like, figure my shit out, like, Can I swear on here? Sorry. Oh, please. Okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) By all means. (laughs) (laughs) To like
1: get myself together. And so I I moved home, helped her open her business. And then I started basically like training a ton because Mm -hmm. it was like the only thing keeping me sane in my hometown. Totally. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and then I started teaching group fitness classes because it was something that I'd sort of always – thought about doing but like never really had the time mm-hmm. so I started teaching there and then um, when I was ready to move back to LA I got a job um, with like a small boutique line mm-hmm. and I was teaching group fitness classes on the side in LA and I just was like I hate this like I hate everything about the way my life is operating I was like you know, going to work super early, coming home super late. I was like, I don't even know why I'm living in L.A. anymore. Right. Like, I like, was not have a life. Didn't have a life. Yeah. I wasn't like, you know, my relationship with my boyfriend like really wasn't going anywhere because like we didn't have time to spend together. Mm-hmm. And so he really was kind of like a, a, a real proponent in me, you know, deciding to quit. He was like, what do you think about fitness? It's the only thing that makes you happy. Like I think that maybe you need to take a, take a step back and look at that. So... Aww. I quit my job and I just started working at like as many gyms as would take me in. So I was teaching like 14 classes a week. Shit. And then I was working front desk at like three different gyms while I was studying for my certification. Just like minimum wage shit. Like yeah, literally, literally like amazing. all over the place. Just underneath, you know, like good trainers that I could watch. Yeah. Um,
0: did it like, even when you were doing all that though, did it just feel so good because it was something you were passionate about? 100%.
1: And I've literally never felt that way about yeah. anything in my life. Like yeah. I've never, I, you know, in fashion, I sort of always had that like imposter syndrome yes. where you feel like, like, okay, I have the talent. I have, you know, the work ethic, but like, who, like, who do I think I am? Right. So, I but, but during this, like, I just really felt like I had a purpose and, and I've, you know, I've kind of learned this about myself that. Like, probably my best skill is connecting with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I wasn't able to use when I was in the fashion industry. Right. Period. And like, this shit I was making was like going into oblivion, like to never be seen, like amongst the masses. Oh, and it just was like it's a terrible feeling. It's an awful feeling. Yeah. You know, and
0: when you're asked to
1: like pump out 12 designs a day or whatever, yeah. then you, there's, no, there's nothing creative or inspiring about it anymore. Right.
0: It's like being so, a line cook. Yeah. Like that makes like the same menu every single day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I always think about that where I like, I'm sorry, this is like a tangent, but at my old serving job, I remember like one of the chefs was like so up his ass, but the menu like literally never changed. And I was like, You're a chef, and I'm sure you can do some really cool shit, but you're, like, slapping the same patty on the same bun every day with the same shit. Yeah. Maybe someone doesn't want sauce. Maybe someone wants extra. (laughs) But, like, there's nothing that's inspiring you right now, and you could tell because he was in a terrible mood all the time. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And I think that that's the thing that happens is, like, you really start to just, like, you know, like, spin your wheels. Yeah. You're just, like, on that same hamster wheel all the time, all the time, all the time. Totally. And it's – there's – yeah, it's hard to get off of it. Yeah. So yeah, so I um then I got my certification and I was training um I was training clients in downtown and in La Canada, which is like Whoa. all the way past Pasadena. Whoa. Yeah. So I was all over the place, and then I just got this like inkling to go online. And I was like, I kind of need to see like what else is opening up. Mm -hmm. And I saw this posting for strength and conditioning coach. And I was like, this is way out of my league, but I just applied to it. And, um, the guy called me and he was, you know, we had like an hour long conversation on the phone Mm -hmm. and he was like, I want you to bring this, 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 and this, like be prepared to like throw a program together based upon, you know, certain, you know, whatever and um and present it to us. So I went in there and I remember sitting outside of the gym and being like, should I just leave or like should I go in? Like yeah. And there was and that was really like the first time in my life where I felt like like I was in way over my head. Mm -hmm. Um because usually I can kinda like even if I don't know everything, I can kinda like bullshit it and this I was like, this is like movement based, science based. Like I can't bullshit this. Yeah. And so so I went in and they were like, OK, he's got, you know, like a bum ankle and like a crazy shoulder. Like his range of motion overhead is like not good. Like da da da. da. you have 10 minutes to like write him a program. Oh, my God. And so I did it and then we had to go through it. And yeah. I was at the gym for almost two hours with these guys. And I was like, no way I got that but um, but then I got the call back and <gasps> yeah and That's amazing yeah my now boss and mentor was like you were willing to learn you were like totally like a like a fresh slate yeah um and it's been the, we just celebrated my year there. We did a retreat at the Aww. Beverly Hilton. it was so much fun. So there's three of us. It's two guys. Um, the owner is 29 mm-hmm. and then um, my co-coach is like the same age. Mm-hmm. And we've formed this like brother-sister dynamic. It's like the most loving and encouraging and um, just like supportive environment I've ever been a part of. It's oh, amazing. But it shows through in our like our community with our clientele too. Right, like everybody can feel it. So it's just it's it's been it's been the best decision I've ever made, and it was a lot of work to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just kind of like continues to unfold, and it's awesome.
0: That's so amazing. Awesome. I also think it's really cool too, like because. I mean, fitness everywhere, but I think specifically in LA, it can be so about, like, what you look like and how hot can you get and stuff like that. And I feel like in my experience with you, even in your classes, it's so not about that. And it's Mm -hmm. more just about, like, feeling strong and feeling confident like, challenging what you can do mentally and physically as opposed to like how good can you look in a bikini. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of like going back to what you were saying about about my story. Um, fitness for me has always kind of been like a saving grace. Mm-hmm. So when I was young I was super active and then um I had scoliosis. And so yeah, I had a fourteen vertebrae spinal fusion when I was fifteen. Jesus. Yeah. So um I mean, I have limited range of motion in my spine mm-hmm. um, because it's few, you know, 14 vertebrae are
0: fused together. Yeah. Didn't you say part dead body, part <laughs> machine? Yeah. Because there's like, you yeah. had to use bones from cadaver mm-hmm. and then like metal pieces. Yeah. So they either
1: take, they either take cadaver bone or they uh. take it from your hip. Uh-huh. And they say that the recovery from the hip surgery is almost worse than the recovery from the back surgery. Oh my God. It's just like so painful. Jesus. Yeah. So that and then, um, Yeah, so, like, like after that surgery, the thing that really kept me motivated was, like, getting back to playing sports. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, like, even later in my life, like, I, like, like, my last relationship before my current one um, was just, like, a, like... I don't know. I've done a lot of work to like move around it. Mm -hmm. Um, But like an emotionally abusive and just like really shitty like three-year relationship where like I was not taking care of myself at all. I was just like, I just like wasn't me. Yeah. And I think any of my friends and family will tell you that like they all kind of stepped away from me Mm -hmm. because they didn't know what to do for me anymore. Oh, I'm so um, sorry. I'm glad no, you got out of it, though. No, it's okay. Oh, mm. my God. No. It's, <sighs> but, but like, after I got out of that relationship, I just was, like, training all the time because it was, like, the only thing that was, like, you know, like you said, getting your head, you know, kind of, like, back in the game and, yeah. and making you stronger. And I think that that made me stronger, so much stronger mentally because I was so broken down. I, like, right. had to, like, rebuild myself. Right. Um. So... Yeah, for me, it's definitely always more about, you know, like creating that strength from the inside out because the outside, the outside always, you know, will follow. Right. Like if your shit's not right internally, it's never going to happen for you. Like I have, so so I have a client who I've been working with for over a year now and she needs to lose over a hundred pounds and Since we've been working together, she's gotten crazy strong, like Mm -hmm. wasn't able to lift a glass Mm -hmm. um, before she came to us and is now deadlifting like 200 pounds, which is unbelievable, but literally has not lost a single pound. And when you weigh that much and you have that much weight to lose, like the weight should be falling off of you if you're doing all the right things. Right. And it's not really within like the scope of my, you know – my certification, I guess, or like, you know, to say that, like, I think that she has a major mental block around losing weight. Mm -hmm. Um, and from what I know about her, it has a lot to do with like Post-traumatic stress. Oh, okay. Um. And I just think that she has has been that weight for a long time, and there's it's sort of com- this there's like, like a
0: safety associated exactly, with exactly, yeah,
1: exactly. And so only in the last like week, week and a half, she's started to work through some of that with a coach. Oh my God, amazing. Um. And she lost like six pounds last week. Shit. So, and she told me she was like, I think that I had a block around losing the way and I was like I you know that's not really within you know my scope to tell you yes or no but I was like I absolutely agree with that and I've thought that for a long time yeah so but I mean because it's it's hard because we see these people three and sometimes four times a week Mm -hmm. so the relationship that we form with them is so bonded and it's so deep um that sometimes those those lines of like what you can say and what you can't say get blurred because they look at you like your family Totally. So you do have to kind of, you know, for, for your own, like for your own heart and your own emotions almost, you have to kind of just be like, this is where I draw the line because like, I can't follow you around. I'm going to give you all the advice I can give you, but right. like like, I can't be brokenhearted by all of the, like, like things that are happening in your life. Totally. You know it's like mean? being a doctor. There oh has gosh. to be some, like,
0: sort of separation there. Yeah, for sure. Damn. I mean, yeah. that it's so true, though. I think, like, I I, I mean, my weight's fluctuated, like, my entire life, yeah. but I feel like there's been this, like, fear of, even when I have lost weight, this fear of, like, When people stop telling me I look skinnier, that means I got fat again. Or like there's this fear, like if I lose it, then I could potentially gain it back. So I almost don't want to lose it at all because I don't want to deal with that, you know, back and forth. So like it's really amazing how mental that all is. It's so mental. Yeah. It's
1: so mental. And really only within like the last – I would say because I've I've been the same way. Like Mm -hmm. I – after I got out of that relationship and I was like training a lot – I had some friends that came and visited me from back home mm-hmm. and they were like, are you okay? You're yeah. like very thin. And I mean, I was still working in fashion. I had just gotten out of this off relationship. I was like, you know, I was like eating, but I was probably like drinking a lot too. Yeah. And like not living my healthiest lifestyle, but mm-hmm. like thought I was like getting back on track and I was right. thin. Right. Um, I was, I was probably, you know. 15 pounds lighter than I am now, which was, like, tiny. Yeah, And so... um, And you're short, too. Yeah, but I didn't really, like, see it that way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I just was, like... I wasn't, like, not eating or, like, whatever. It was, like, a
0: conscious choice. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and there was this, like, thing. So they came and visited, and then it was right before I moved home. Mm -hmm. There was this whole thing about me, like, doing a ton of drugs. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, oh... I see like this is it was a really interesting perspective into those relationships and mm-hmm. I was like I'm done with this.
0: Wait so they all accused you of doing drugs? Yeah and it was oh. like a behind my back
1: sort of thing and I was like, like in the order hills. to do that yeah <laughs> I was like in order to do the drugs that you guys are like accusing me of doing I would also have to be making
0: like a lot money. I was gonna say you'd money. have to be a rich person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which is not happening in the fashion industry unfortunately <laughs> but um But yeah, that's another thing too that I've really found like in the last year, year and a half is just sort of like coming into your own as far as like being comfortable. And everybody says that's something that happens in your 30s. I'm 31. Yeah. And um, I really believe it. But um, you know... Removing those blocks to like help you get to where you need to be can sometimes also be detoxifying yourself or relationships that are not serving you. For
0: anymore. sure, and not so. having guilt about it and just no. being like, like there, there. I've had friends where like every time I left to hang out with them, I'd be like, I feel terrible right. right now. And then you have to kind of deal with like, I don't really give a shit if you're mad at me. I'm not going to respond to your texts anymore because you're an asshole. Exactly. And sometimes you, when you're like an emotionally aware, rational human being, you expect the people you interact with to respond the way that you would. So it's like, surely you'll see this from my perspective. But like when someone is completely like toxic and closed off in that way, like you're never going to get the response you want from them. So just like go dark. Totally. I I totally agree No qualms about that. You know what I mean? I don't either.
1: And like there really hasn't been conversations about it. And um, we just kind of stopped talking to each other. And it is kind of sad because it's like friends that I've had since elementary school, high school, college, whatever. But also I do come from a small town where – Like the lifestyle that I'm living, you know, like in my 30s, not married, like, like driven, you know, yeah, crazy by my career. Career Like, I love it is, um, is not the norm. They're like old school, yeah, old school, and like got married very young. And a lot of them have like, you know, two, three kids. (laughs) I know, which is like bananas. Like, I don't even know if I want one, yeah. But, um, and I don't, I don't fault them at all for that. I mean, like, people do what they know, but at the same time, like, I, I didn't ever want to be somebody who had my growth inhibited by other people's opinions. Totally. So.
0: And like that's such a, that's such a, an old tale isn't it where it's like people from a small town are like she's gonna move to LA the big bad city and do all the drugs yes and sleep yes. with celebrities and yes. like all, and you're like it, people have this insane perspective of LA and it's like it all depends on who you surround yourself with like 100%. I haven't been to a fucking party in the hills since I moved and like I'm fine yeah. with it I don't care yeah I'm not doing like coke with Jeremy Piven like I'm not no <laughs> no no. I saw Jeremy Piven at the Hollywood Parlor yeah see he's fucking <laughs> everywhere I do not even so seen funny. him if he yet. asked
1: me to use my phone Charger. oh my god and I was like okay and then he left his phone there and then we took a picture we took a selfie on his I phone I would have
0: tried to break into his phone yeah I know I was Been like who are you me? texting <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> <laughs> but today's topic is not about it's not Jeremy Piven no, you guys sorry. It's, it's sorry to disappoint um so with all this wisdom and experience you have um I wanted to get some of your insight as to with the holiday season uh, upon us we're in it yes um kind of picking your brain about, like, ways to, like, have fun and, like, lead a balanced lifestyle and still feel fierce going into the new year. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah, let's see. Um What do you think are some, like, common holiday traps that people fall into? So, I think, okay, so this kind of goes back to
1: what we were talking about as far as, like, having your insides right, right? Mm-hmm. So... To me, to me, I think there's this sort of idea that people are like, New Year's resolutions are coming up. Yes. And so I can like do whatever I want up until New Year's. Mm-hmm. To me, I take more inventory like every year on my birthday instead mm-hmm. of doing it like every year on the New Year like everybody else. Like, I I mean, I'm, I'm goal setting all the time and mm-hmm. I'm like, my goals are constantly changing and all of that kind of stuff. I mean... If something strikes me, like, you know, today I might, like, set a new goal. Whatever. Right. But I think that that's – that certainly is a huge one. Is like, people are, like, well, the holidays are here. Like, let's go buck wild. It doesn't matter what mm-hmm. I shove in my face because, like, you know, diet starts in the new year. Totally. So having that mentality is really – hard to break. So I think that like people really need to decide like is this is this a one time thing? Mm -hmm. Is this gonna be like another yo yo situation or is it really a part of my lifestyle? Right. Do I really want to make the commitment to make this a part of my lifestyle? Because if the answer is no, then like Really, like, do whatever. Honestly, like, do whatever you want. Right. Um, But if you want to make it a part of your lifestyle, then you need to start making choices on a daily basis that are going to get you to where you want to be. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and I like to think of, I like to think of those, choices as being you know little habits that you change every single day so like you know for a lot of my clients it's drinking enough water that is a huge one yeah because when you're drinking enough water um you don't tend to be as hungry all the time because a lot of times hunger is is you know masked by um just being thirsty right and so um drinking enough water is a really good one um You know, just like shrinking your portions, eating stuff off of a smaller plate so that your plate looks more full, Mm -hmm. which totally helps. Um, The biggest one that I use going into holiday parties, um, because like I was telling you, this week has been like nuts, Mm -hmm. um, is I drink a protein shake before I
0: go to any holiday party. So you're not as hungry going into it.
1: You're not as like peckish. Yeah. Like you just don't like seafood and eat it and whatever. You have like, you have a real like foundation of like legit nutrition in your body mm-hmm. um and so that that is like my biggest and best tip is to just like drink a protein shake eat a protein bar before you go even if you feel like you're you know like want to eat a chocolate protein bar right so it like helps you with that sweet tooth whatever yeah it is Um, but that one helps a lot of people and that one helps me a lot. I use that one constantly. Oh
0: my God. I feel like in high school, I, my friends and I would always do this, like the day of like a school dance, we would starve ourselves all day and then we would go to the dance and then just like eat, eat all night, like from like 6 PM until like four in the morning at the after party. Yeah. and, and. I felt so I just remember feeling like puffy and lethargic and like so gross the next day totally like I literally had like food hangovers yeah you know
1: yeah yeah and you feel um yeah you can feel the inflammation in your body it's like a full body hangover
0: yes and it's not and that's the thing is like I love food and I love alcohol but it's like it doesn't even become fun when it's like you've been doing it for 12 hours straight and you're just like oh my god I'm a monster how did I physically do that yeah yeah seriously (laughs) that's a good call though not starving yourself before a party don't starve yourself having a a protein shake yes exactly
1: yeah and even I mean even if you've eaten I mean a protein shake is like anywhere I don't know like if you're counting calories it's like 250 calories right I mean but that protein's gonna sit with you much longer than you know anything else totally so um that's a good one I'm Um, trying to think of what else
0: what do you think about like like holiday like drinks because I feel like it's yeah. the season of like rich cocktails totally. eggnog like do you think it's like you have to pick and choose where your calories go like am I gonna have the booze calories or the food calories totally yeah
1: I um I drink tequila mm-hmm. with soda mm-hmm. and a lot of lime yeah and that is strictly what I drink I love wine yeah um, but this time of year for the same reasons that like I get really hung over from having too much wine mm-hmm. um and it's that sort of, like, inflammation. Yeah. Um, the sugar situation in cocktails, like, sugar content in cocktails is already so high when you're having those mixed drinks. Yeah. And then you're adding the sugar that's, like, on top of, like, the cookies and the, you know, whatever. Right. Um, so I think that people don't think about drinks as much. No. So if you can drink, like, a clear drink with a club soda and, like, a little bit of fruit juice or, mm-hmm. or whatever... Um, I totally would would do that. Or, like, you know, if you're going to have a couple of glasses of wine, have a couple of glasses of wine. But, like, also make sure you're drinking water. um, And, you know, don't go overboard.
0: Right. So. For sure. Yeah, I also think, like... I feel like at holiday parties, especially like at my family Christmas, I would like Mm -hmm. blow my load during like, like with the hors d'oeuvres where I would just sit around the table and just eat crackers for like the four hours before dinner. Yes. Then you have dinner. Yes. Then you have dessert. Yes. And so I feel like something I would experiment with if I were going home for Christmas this year would be to like get out of the kitchen or like get away from that table where all the food is. Totally. Like make a little plate and then Mm -hmm. like go mingle and like sit somewhere else. Where there's not a million little foods staring at you. Definitely.
1: You know, yeah, it's definitely. such
0: a, I feel like it's maybe just a Midwestern thing. I don't know. But like people just like swarm the food. Like everyone hangs out by the food. Yeah. And it's like get a couple people and be like, let's go by this roaring fireplace. Totally. And like yeah. enjoy our tequila sodas. <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. Yes, exactly. Um, Let's see. What are some workouts that like you would recommend? I mean, like they don't have to be too detailed because I'm throwing this at you. But like yeah. a, a buddy workout that you could do during the holidays. Yeah. So,
1: um, I mean, a lot of people I know like – like if you're in the winter snow, mm-hmm. like we grew up in, mm-hmm. um, it's a little bit harder to like get to the gym or like even walk outside, right. which is one thing that like we used to always do over the holidays is like we used to go on a walk like around the neighborhood with yeah. the dogs. Um, but one thing that that my boyfriend and I do pretty often because I don't like walking the dog at night by myself, mm-hmm. oh my so God. I like yeah. make him do it. Um, but after dinner, because we eat really late because I'm always home late, so mm-hmm. um, we'll do, like, a 15-minute walk around the neighborhood with the dog, and mm-hmm. that, honestly, like, it's been proven to help digest your food. So, like, if you can oh, wow. do, like, a 15-minute walk at night um, or, like, after a meal, that's mm-hmm. super helpful in getting your metabolism going. Um But yeah, I mean, like you can do, there's so many good apps and stuff like that. If you want to do it in your house, um, Nike training camp is a really good app. Um, and they have like, you know, like seven minute hit sessions um, that are all like body weight exercises. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. There's like some really good like yoga ones on YouTube that you can do just Mm -hmm. to like, you know, get long and stretch a little bit. But yeah, I mean, there's now there's so many we have so many resources right you just have to like do a little bit of digging sometimes and you have to figure out what you like but there's like you don't have to have equipment at your house Mm -hmm. um you know you can even just like crush a couple of push-ups before the holiday party and make your cousin look bad I don't know
0: yeah My, my friend and I the other day were um we were we were watching tv and just like drinking wine and whatever and she made these like little cookies like Uh yay big and she was like okay we can each have a cookie but we have to do like 15 push-ups. Wait, I love that before the cookie. Yes. And then if you want to have anything else, you have to do like squats before. That's so good. And it was so funny because we just like got up in our sweatpants and <laughs> did our, <laughs> did our, our push-ups. And it was like, yeah, it was like neither of us were like the best push-uppers in the yeah. entire world, but we were like, all right, now we can have fun because we yes. earned it. <laughs> Literally,
1: it's just about moving your body. Like, get up, you know. And and truly, all of this, all of this holiday stuff is really I totally believe it's about your mentality. Yeah. Like, where is your brain at? Like, people that are like, calories don't count, it's Christmas. Yeah. It's like, you gotta, you know, you gotta, like, not be... One of my favorite memes is like, is like, my mood right now is like unsupervised kid yeah, at a birthday party, like, for real, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But like, you have to like just be an adult. You know right. what I mean? You might like, have to pick a lane. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yes. you don't get to bitch come January first about like no. my jeans don't fit me when it's like, well, yeah, you went buck wild for the last yeah, month. Yeah, exactly. You, know? you ate an entire wheel of cheese by yourself. Yeah, which yeah. Is, like good for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Um. No, I totally agree with you. Yeah, I think there's something to be said, especially because, like, holiday season, it's very social. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to, like, be around each other. And I think if there's a way to, like, parlay, like, working out into, like, hanging out with your friends or your family, that's, like, it's going to keep you so much more accountable totally it
1: has to I think here too there's a lot of opportunities to do that mm. I mean like I don't know about in other places but in LA there's so many opportunities to yeah. do that I mean like everybody's having you know like end of the year sales for classes and right stuff like that so I do think it's just like about finding something that you enjoy doing mm-hmm. um, and making that literally a part of your routine and a part of your lifestyle and continuing to do that through the holidays as much as you can
0: yeah I think that's the hardest part at least for me is like finding like what exercises I actually like Sure. because you know like working at cycle house I wanted to really like spinning but spinning is not necessarily my thing and that's okay but I was around people that like loved spinning right like five times a day <laughs> yes. and I was like what is wrong with me that I don't yes. like spinning yeah but I just tend to like like yoga or lifting yeah. or like walking more totally Totally.
1: And those are all great things. And weightlifting for women especially, I want to like – I say this every chance I get. Mm -hmm. But weightlifting for women, like if you really want to change your body, Mm -hmm. that's where it's at. Oh my God, it is. Totally is.
0: I started doing it last year and I lost all this weight and I didn't even like – or just more like tighten things up. But like I didn't really adjust my eating that much. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really doing any cardio. I was just lifting heavy like all the time. Yeah. And it was awesome.
1: It's because the muscle that you're building, it – It raises your metabolism. Your metabolism, yeah. And so you're burning, you're burning calories at a higher rate post exercise. When like in cardio, it's incredible for you know combating stress, um, and it's incredible for you know blasting calories like in the moment. Mm -hmm. But post exercise, you're not getting that much, you know, of a a deficit after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And weightlifting, I mean. I don't know there's just like something about like picking up heavy shit and like putting it back down that makes you feel empowered and I think like from my experience and the women that I train I've seen a real change um just in their demeanor and confidence and that is like the most incredible thing
0: yeah I think the biggest block for me when I started was like I had a couple friends who um they're a couple and they train and they would offer these like um glute camps Mm -hmm. so like glute focused workouts like twice a week for I think like a couple months and it was like a super manageable rate so I could do that but like there's this intimidation factor I think especially as a woman at the gym of like there are all these guys in the lifting area and like they're looking at me like I have no business being here and how do I rack this and how do I set things up a hundred percent do you feel like just going with a friend would fix that I mean because no one wants to be like that girl it's like excuse me like can you like teach me how to do this unless the guy's really sexy yeah well true (laughs) well
1: I mean that's kind of how I was at like the first gym that I was training at yeah so I didn't even really know that I wanted to be a trainer, but yeah. I was studying for my cert for, cause I was like, I need this for like a bunch of different reasons. You know, there were different like classes I wanted to teach or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then my boss at the gym that I was doing group fitness at was like, would you want to train people if I literally gave you clients? Like if I have clients for you that want to train, weight training?" Yeah. And I was like, yeah. So I started and for me the sales thing is like a no-go like I don't want to like walk around the floor I don't want to be like hey do you need you know like do you need training like let me train
0: you this is my rates it feels slimy even though it's not exactly
1: it feels totally slimy but my biggest thing was is like he started to push me and I was like wait a second this was not our agreement yeah but then he wanted me to like be on the floor with it was a very like bro heavy gym Mm -hmm. like like, all these dudes, like, look like ice sculptures. Yeah. You're yeah. Just, like, on the floor. <laughs> I'm, like, little me being, like, hey, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you need a spot on your squat? Totally. Like, your 400-pound squat or, like, whatever <laughs> you're doing. And, um, I just like wasn't into it. And so like, even as a trainer and someone who was like well educated, I did not feel comfortable. Yeah. And so I think having a friend really helps. I think having, I think having a trainer too, like even if it's just for a little bit to like help you get set up and help you get comfortable around the equipment, there's a lot of gyms that offer, you know, they offer your like assessments and then like maybe one or two sessions for free. Right. I always tell people to like go for that. Yeah, because then at the very least you're gonna get information about the gym that you wouldn't have in general. Um, and then if you like that trainer, fine, and you want to continue to work with them, yes. Yeah. But um, the other thing that I've run into this is total tangent.
0: No. Go is,
1: for it. Um, be careful if you're in LA because there are a lot of trainers that are not certified trainers. <gasps> it is like an astounding amount of trainers. What? Yes.
0: That's scary. It is like su- you could get really injured. It's
1: super scary, and um, and. I have like really, I've really like detoxified my Instagram because yes. I used to follow a lot of trainers and like there's so many people that are like just doing things for Instagram. Yes. It's like
0: I'm hot on Instagram. Therefore, I am a trainer. Yes.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, and there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of like really poor form and like people putting their clients in compromising positions oh my God. to like, like do this like cool exercise for Instagram. And I watched someone that I know, um, he had, he had a client in a plank and he put like chains across her low back. And <gasps> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh my God. It was like the most bananas thing I've ever seen. And like, I just was like, like our thing is like, do no harm. Right. Like, right. like, yeah. The, the the reward of an exercise always has to outweigh the risk of the exercise right. and there are so many better things
0: that he could have done to oh like my god I know
1: it was crazy
0: the lumbar so, spine that I know. Is so delicate I know
1: it's so delicate oh my god I know, and it's just crazy so so I've really like taken a step back and I'm like if any if any of this stuff that like Trainers, especially, are doing like is triggering me. I need to just like I gotta, I gotta let it unfollow. go unfollow. Yeah,
0: mute. Yeah, do
1: not want to be triggered by that kind of stuff. That is
0: really wild.
1: It is, it's it's crazy.
0: How do you know if someone's certified?
1: So you can, <laughs> you should always ask them. Yeah, just like out and out ask. Um, what if they lie? I don't know. I think you could probably, sue you them. Could probably mm-hmm. find out. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that you can go to like whatever certification they tell you that they have yeah. and like call um, Yeah. because that should be public record if it's yeah. not. Um but yeah, it's really important cuz there's I mean like I worked with a guy like at that old gym, the the dude gym.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and he was an actor/trainer. slash mm-hmm. Um and I don't know if he was certified. Like like I don't I don't know. It's That's,
0: crazy. Well, it, it's so interesting too, yeah, because I think a lot of people, I'm definitely partially talking about myself, in finding a trainer, I think it's very tempting to be like, who's the hunkiest, strongest 100% guy? hundred percent.
1: Or like the girl that you want to look like, Yeah, right? exactly. Yes. There's this
0: aspirational quality of like, oh, well, if they look like that, like they're going to make me look like that for sure. Totally. It's like until you break your back, and then you're bedridden right. and dying. Yeah, and everybody's body moves differently too. So right. it's
1: also understanding, like, you know, how do your shoulders move or, like, what's your hamstring flexibility like? Like, there's there's all of these, like, components yeah. that a lot of people aren't looking at, you know, and, like, some people shouldn't be doing, you know, like, bilateral movements. Right. Um, And they are. And so it causes more harm than good a lot of times in the long term. So... Yeah, just make sure that you're – if you're working with a trainer, like, you always want to make sure that they're certified and they
0: know their shit and they're continuing their education. That's a huge one. Totally. Know what's, like, happening now. I always feel like, by and large, in my experience with – my limited experience with trainers, like, as a woman, I always like training with women because – Because, like, y'all know how my body works. You're not going to be like, add a gajillion pounds to it. Like, you can do it. I can. Yes. That's what, like, I love my couple friends who are trainers because, like, it was him and her together. So sometimes he'd be like, you can do it. And she'd be like, that's fucking absurd. I'm taking some (laughs) of this weight off. Like, I love you dearly, but I'm not making her do this right now. (laughs) Yes. And also,
1: like, for us in our facility, the guys are so amazing, but, like, like there's a couple of women, like we have, we have one client who has like endometriosis Yeah, and she'll be like, Hey, like really can't come in today. Not feeling great. Yeah. And, um, the guys will be like, come on. And they'll like dig deeper. And I'm like, I'm pretty sh-, like, just like let it go today. <laughs> <She's you having laughs> a day. Yeah. yeah it's going to yeah. be fine. Yeah.
0: She's like having a day. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, God, I'm trying to think of like any other questions, but you really just like covered everything so well. Um, oh my God, this is just like my idea of, of a holiday fitness thing. Yes. People should go ice skating. Oh my
1: gosh. A hundred percent. Or like
0: sledding where you have to like walk up a hill. Yes. Agreed. Dragging your sled. Yeah.
1: Well, that's, that's funny because, um, I was, I forget who I was talking to, but they were asking me like if I'd ever move back to Montana. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I did. No. And <laughs> I tried it and I didn't love it. Um, but they were like, but you can do so much like outdoor, you know, mm-hmm. like stuff there. And the summer lasts three months and it is glorious. And everybody lives for the summertime there. Mm-hmm. And the winter is essentially you know nine months right and they're like yeah but you like snowboard and stuff like that but you can't do that all the time no you could snowboard you could snowboard all the time ski all the time like fine yeah but you can't right so I mean if you're going on like a ski vacation love it yeah 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 snowboarding skiing is like great exercise yeah climbing a hill yeah (laughs) climbing climbing stuff stuff. yeah climbing trees um (laughs) (laughs) no uh yeah dance party in
0: your pajamas love that Christmas Um, morning dance party yeah
1: I'm trying to think of
0: other stuff I mean you gave us a lot Yeah. it's a lot of goodies. Yeah. I'm glad. For sure. I mean, I think if we were to boil down a lot of the advice you gave me, it would be like, find what you like Mm -hmm. and just do it. But also without the pressure of like, you have to do a two hour workout today. Like kind of do what you have time for, would you say? Yes, totally. And like also pick a lane when it comes to booze and food.
1: A hundred percent. And like my other thing too that is is really big for me, and this is why I think that like training and working out gets gets – people into that like negative headspace mm-hmm. is people see it as punishment yes. for something that they've
0: done. Yes. Right or like
1: something that they've eaten or like or like oh, I ate a whole pizza last night, like I better go work out and it's, Right. N- stop thinking of it that way. Totally. You have to really like reframe the way that you think about training um as like making yourself stronger and honoring your body and you know your mind and like doing what you need to do to get yourself set up to do something better. Yeah. Um instead of the punishment like if you eat a whole cake like I mean like figure it out yeah you know what (laughs) I mean like like dig deep figure out why you did it yeah And and then you know go go train or whatever yeah but you know every single this is what I tell my clients too is like if you fuck up just make sure that the next thing that you put in your face is better than the last thing that you put in yeah. your face. Yeah. And that's really like
0: the best rule of it's thumb. It's a simple formula. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I so agree though. Like any time in my life that I've been able to like continuously exercise without falling off mm. is when it's been because of how it makes me feel mentally and like physically as opposed to like I need to look this certain way in this Holy. amount of time.
1: Because that thing is never going to get you – to where you need to be in the long term right Right, like that that's not your why that's not your real real why and so if you think like like I've thought that before I'm like I'm gonna do this you know this program because I want abs by such and such a date right but that's never the thing that keeps me motivated if that's if that's my reason why like I'm never gonna come back to that and that's not gonna keep me going
0: right ask
1: yourself why four or five times like why do I want to have abs and then mm-hmm. find that answer and then like, you know, ask yourself why you want that thing and then find that answer and then you start to chip away at the real reasons why you're doing stuff like, right. you know, and it can never be about anybody but you. Right. So like if you're like, I want abs so I can get a boyfriend, eh, like, yeah. why Why do you want to get a boyfriend? Right. Like it's, it's, so true. it's all of those things. So yeah, finding that, that true, true motivator and remembering that in the times that you don't you know, want to get out of bed or you don't want to get, you know, your butt moving is the thing that's going to really keep you going.
0: It's so true. I always say like I'm, I think everyone is like less of an asshole when they're feeling good about themselves. Oh my god! Like I'm a better friend. Yes. I'm a better daughter. I'm a better sister when I'm feeling good about me. And like I feel better about me when I feel physically in better shape. Yes.
1: You know? And that's, and that all comes back to too is like you're the energy that you emit is I truly believe that like your energy that you emit to the world is your currency mm-hmm. in life. Like that is that is you know, it's it's the most it's the most um, it's the most incredible magnet for you. Yeah. So like when you're feeling good about yourself, you invite all of these other like amazing things into your life, um, and you just don't really have time for all of the other crap. Totally, and you start to see things in a different lens. So.
0: Jen, yeah. thank you so much for doing thank this. Thank you. This was so fun. Good. It was um, so fun for me too. Seriously, it was so great. Will you tell my listeners like where they can find you on social media?
1: Sure. So you can find me mostly on Instagram at mm-hmm. um, Jen Lower, J-E-N-N-L-O-W-E-R. And yeah.
0: Follow her, guys. Yeah, follow me. And, and- DM
1: me, ask me questions if you guys have any. um.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. And guys, if you don't follow me yet, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's Hannah A Brown on Twitter and Instagram and please rate and review the podcast if you haven't already. Um thank you so much Jen. Thank you. It's really. Bye guys.